like so many others, who you are is largely a result of your past. We have so many positive and not so positive experiences that we start to doubt ourselves and our place in this world. Let the healing process start now. Welcome to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. When you start to focus on healing from the inside out, you'll learn so much more about your own health, your well-being, and your state of mind. Once you've started on that, the rest gets a little bit easier every day. Now, here is your host, Karin Weary. And I just love making shift happen. In fact, I think that that is the purpose of my life. Because when we make shift happen in our mindset, in how we see things, it's incredible the things that we can make happen with that. It's We can let hurt just slip off of us. We can let anger go. We can let so many things just go so that we can lighten up and become free to do the things that we want to do and what we're here to do. And you know, so that come, goes for myself first, because if I'm not taking care of myself and I'm not making these shifts for myself, then I'm not going to be able to pass that on to other people. And I work with people all day, every day to make this happen. So this is incredibly important. So, you know, one of the things that I, one of my favorite scientists is uh, Einstein. And he said that everything is energy and all there is, that's all there is to it. What you need to do is match the frequency to the reality that you want. And you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. And you know, this is why I d- invited my guest today, Jessica Alstrom, because that is exactly what she what she does. And I was actually introduced to Jessica Alstrom. I have this specific date on September 29th of last year because that had a lot of significance to me. It was the first day I was going to be a main speaker at an event. And in the morning, I got some sad news uh, that my mother, she had passed away in Denmark. And it was not a surprise. She was older and it was that time. But still, so on the way over to the event, I was uh, driving with a friend of mine who told me about you, Jessica. And so I started to listen to you and I've been listening a lot to you since September. And I, I, as I'm listening to you talk, Jessica, it's like this woman is in my head <laughs> because <laughs> you talk about, you know, how you have to heal the pain and the trauma and all that in order to be able to move on. And that is what I do. And I love what I do. So Jessica is known as the alchemist. She teaches and mentors all over the world as a quantum life coach, medium, spiritual translator. And uh, I love this part is that uh, she um, blends her master's degree in biochemistry with quantum metaphysics and science-based spirituality to educate through wellness and awareness. And she is the CEO of the uh, Transcendence Wellness Centers. So welcome, Jessica. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. So grateful to be here. Yeah. Well, I also learned that you are a Voice America podcast alumni. I am. I had my own show back in 2014 and 
And I made it a point to to literally interview all of the people who had inspired my journey. So that was like such a powerful memory that season that we did Voice America. So what an amazing platform we have, you know, to yes. reach the world. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Right. <laughs> so, so a lot of the things that you talk about uh, is about, and, and what I always talk about, that everything is energy. So it's all, it, it, it's all about vibration. Everything has its vibration. And, and that's the level at which we make things happen, whether they're things that we want to have happen or maybe not so much. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Depending on our level of consciousness, we're still creating everything, but... It's depending on how aware and conscious we are, can we actually be um, an understanding of what we're creating? And that's really with the bulk of my work is to make the unconscious conscious mm. so that we can use all aspects of ourselves to create and manifest instead of this manifestation through default or this bittersweet. Because we really are creating with all parts of ourselves. And any parts of ourselves that we've left behind in grief or shame or guilt or humiliation those parts of us are still vibrating. They're still vibrating in, in the quantum field. And, and so we may leave them behind and avoid them and tuck them in the corner and put a mask over them. But they're still vibrating. And they're still going to be affecting our now reality because we can look at all of our total totality of our frequency in the now moment. We can find out exactly who we are in this now moment. So we never have to go searching for it. We can say, you know what? This is flowing in my life. You know, money's flowing in my life. Health is flowing in my life. Relationships, not so much. Mm-hmm. And that's where we want to look for those isolated kind of dense frequency patterns that are kind of hanging out in our field that we've basically been taught to ignore. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been taught to ignore certain things about ourselves because it makes us sociable. It makes us, you know, it makes us um, fit in, you know, to a world where we're really not taught kind of speak up and speak out. So instead, be a good person, we, we bury a lot of ourselves, and it basically just kind of haunts us, it recycles into the now moment, because law of reflection is actually our best friend. Law of reflection is telling us what the law of attraction is bringing to us. So anything I can look around me, people, places, things, circumstances, and events, they're literally going to show me exactly what I believe about myself at a subatomic level. Mm-hmm. And we... That just takes all the fear out of life because I can take full responsibility and that means the ability to respond what is happening in the now moment versus feeling attacked by the now moment, feeling blindsided by the now moment. Because that's why none of us want to be in the now moment because we know that we have been burying certain things that we have to keep running away from. So we have to constantly be monitoring the past and we have to be figuring out the scenario-based thinking of the future because if we were in the present moment, we would have to deal with the emotions that went rise. Yes. And we tend to be very fearful of those emotions. It's like, oh, my God, I don't like this emotion. Let's, you know, push it away, do something else rather than. And what I talk a lot with people is about sitting with that emotion because everything is temporary. It's going to be there. It might be there for a little bit, but when we can get to the place where we can learn how to let it flow through you rather than getting stuck and embedded in our brain and in our body and manifest yeah. all kinds of stuff we don't want or need. Yes. And, that, and that's exactly what Einstein was talking about, you know, energy in motion. If it's not in motion, what, what is it doing? Mm-hmm. 
you know, and it's like, I always use the analogy of ice, water, and steam to explain energy. So if something's not moving, it's in a state of this ice, this dense, it's heavy, it's very formed, it's very solid, you know, you're very, very aware of it because it feels real. But instantly, if we change our, our viewpoint or our mindset, we, we literally, through focus alone, can change that ice into water, and water can become anything we say it is. And when we become the master of understanding that water is just dancing particles moving in one rhythm, we can move those particles into steam, and now we're doing possibilities. Mm. So from every problem or every challenge, there's only abundance and possibilities to look at that. But we can't go change ice. We've got to basically create a malleable energy effect, which means we've got to go inside of ourselves and find out where we're frozen, where yeah. we're stuck, where we're blocked. Because we'll always notice it in the now moment, but we use something called action in the physical reality yep. to fix our current state of being. And no physical divine masculine energy that you could take out. You can't beat anybody up. You can't get a better job. You can't build a new house because you're bringing all of those imprints of, of that, that which you say you are, that you don't know you are from the past mm. into your new creations. Yeah. That's why the world is like, why does this law of attraction not work? I think it's working perfectly. <laughs> have forgotten about this part of yourself. You have hidden this part of yourself. You, this part of yourself is so traumatized. You're disassociated from this. You don't even know this happened. Yep. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, that's the, 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 the freedom of this work that we're doing. You know, it takes a lot of responsibility. It takes a lot of discipline as far as really staying with ourselves going, okay, I'm going to choose to not avoid this feeling right now. And I know that if I can, if I can turn this feeling, this ice, I can water, it can be anything I say it is. It yeah. could actually be part of my purpose, which is where my career is. You know, I had a really, really rough go my first 30 years of life. And, you know, it's like most people in that situation either checked out, got on drugs or, you know, the perpetrator perspective and started attacking the world. And I decided that I had options. I could do that or I could channel pain into purpose. Mm. And I could say, I could take this ice sculpture that's really ugly and uncomfortable to look at and I could turn it into ice and I could be a voice for everybody who's going through the same thing. Because you know what? Like you said, I'm in your head. We're all human. Yep. People, places, circumstances, events, time, money, health. It's like no matter who I talk to on the planet, whether they're in Ireland or the Middle East, you know what they're going through? The same as you and I are. Yep. You know, I mean, they've got issues with their kids. They've got issues in their relationship. They've got body complexes. They've got disease. It's like we are literally more like each other than we have any idea. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and, and that is the thing is that I really – got a lot from that time when you were talking about, I listened to one of your podcasts where you talked about the law of reflection that you really need to learn that one before you start diving into the law of attraction, because that just made so much sense to me. Um, it, because it is like the mirror. Okay, what is showing up in my in my life? So if it's relationships, like, okay, am I continuing to date the same emotionally unavailable guy? <laughs> Over and over again. Right. All right. So what is it in me that makes me, you know, think that that's all that I'm good for? Right. Right. And 
So when you then go and start to realize that and start loving yourself, which is, you know, a strange concept to many people, (laughs) like, what? Love myself? I don't know how to do that. (laughs) No, we're not taught that. You know, that's not at all. No, we're we're taught to be of service. You know, we're taught to love others, be selfless, you know? Yes. Yes. So when we come back, we're going to talk about, there's this other concept that you talked about, Jessica, about um, the elevator analogy of keeping your uh, vibrance, your frequency in a place where you can manifest what you want. And I love that, that uh, analogy. So we will be right back after these messages. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Do you feel that you aren't at your best when it comes to your personal health? Even if your doctor gives you a clean bill of health and says everything is in working order, perhaps you aren't feeling at the top of your game. Dr. Rebecca Risk overcame pain and fatigue despite all tests to the contrary. Learn how she put her health back on track and how you can too on Falling Through the Cracks. Live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson and Sharon Hennepin, breast cancer survivors and advocates. They help by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel and Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to Karin W at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K A R I N. Now, back to Shift Happens. And we are going to be talking about some really specific tools that you can use to make this internal shift happen. And we just before break, we were talking about how we really need to get to the place where we start to love ourselves. And just want to introduce one uh, thing that's coming up that I do have a 
Find Your Bliss Day Retreat that's coming up February 23rd in Orlando, which uh, if you really want to start loving yourself and a friend of yours, <laughs> bring, <laughs> uh, bring your friend or your loved one because I'm doing a special of a BOGO so you can bring yourself and your friend for the same price. So it's going to be a great day where you can really take a deep dive into taking care of yourself. So Jessica, we were just talking about this analogy that you use about, you know, how to manifest because we are always wondering how we hear about it, we read it. And like you said, people are saying, well, why is this not happening? I'm, I'm, thinking it I'm believing it and but we have all of our other stuff that happens that keeps bubbling up right. and you had I just listened today about uh, this one podcast that you did where you talked about um, this elevator analogy and I loved it it was so, such a great way to explain it yeah well you know to me manifestation once you actually re- learn the rules of the game you can manifest anything you want from anywhere you are And that's the important thing to understand is that you don't have to go get the credentials out of your name or go get the money or go get the person. You literally are always manifesting from where you are because you actually use time and space to manifest. Mm -hmm. You know, when we're manifesting in the third dimension, we need to have a little bit of time and space in order to be able to see our vibration. And that's what we use time and space for. It's like when you're in the forest, you don't know you're in the forest. So when you're Mm -hmm. in a problem, you don't know you're there. You got to take a step back. Yep. So this elevator idea is that, you know, where, wherever, where, whatever you're wanting is and whatever you're desiring, you have to understand that anything you desire, you are not yet a vibrational match to mm-hmm. because anything you're desiring is on a frequency or a higher level than you are. And that's why you're desiring it. Desire comes from our root chakra. It comes from this, this, this human-esque desire to make our imagination real. And so when we're ever desiring something, we are not quite a match. It's like when you're hungry, you don't have the food. As soon as you eat the food, you don't, you don't have the desire. Mm-hmm. So in manifestation, there's this like catch 22 idea that you have to actually kind of lose the desire and become that what you want to become a match to it. So how we can navigate to become a match to it is that we can identify first and foremost, when we want something, we need to know, we need to know we're going to have to work on it to, uh, to achieve it. Now, that doesn't mean, like I said, go out and change the job and change the boyfriend. It means change the vibration. Mm. It means looking at your beliefs, not about that you can't have, say, a car you want, but looking at lack around, you know, issues with debt or money or safety or security or the banking institution or the government. I mean, you could have tiny little frequencies buried about ideas about going into debt for something, and that will hold you in separation. So you got to get really clear about what it is you want. And then you have to say, okay, how can I become this character of this person who has this already? Because there cannot be any separation in frequency because you will always be in a state of wanting and you will always be in a frequency of waiting. And the universe can play that game just as long as you can. We ask the universe, where's my stuff? And the universe says, we're in the frequency of waiting. (laughs) And that's on floor number one. Uh All your stuff is on floor 10, (laughs) right? So what are you going to do to climb up to the floor where the higher vibrational alignment of abundance and freedom and creativity and love and joy and bliss and excitement are because you're down here in desperation and fear and lack and worry and stress, not a vibrational match. 
So we kind of have to de-anchor ourselves, which is why I teach so much shadow work, because a lot of times, no matter how much willpower you use, no matter how many hours you work, no matter what an amazing talent you are, it, you're just not enough to break the bounds of what you're holding back. You know, it's kind of like your first seven years really dictate what floor you're on. You know, I've met some people who had amazing supportive families that would close before they close their eyes at every night, they would say, you're beautiful. You can do anything you put your mind to. You're amazing. You're incredible. And those people are, are literally at the top of their game right now because that's where their first seven year imprint was. But most of us, you know, don't be that, don't say that, don't feel that, don't cry. Right. And so we don't even know how this GPS thing called our intuition actually works because we weren't literally appreciated or understood for what we were capable of back then. And so what we have to do is we have to realize that if the thing that I want is on floor number 10 Mm -hmm. and I'm on floor number one to not get discouraged by that, discouraged by that, not to give up, to just say, my job is to meet the universe halfway Mm -hmm. because you don't have to actually get floor 10. You actually just need to get floor five. If you can make it to floor number five, the universe will match you one to one. This is what people think is I have to get all the way to 10. But see, as soon as you begin to elevate, you begin to lighten up. And it's almost like when you let go of a balloon and it starts to fly up and then it really starts to fly up. Yeah. Because as soon as you make it to floor five, you actually don't necessarily want what you wanted so badly because you're actually feeling the state of empowerment and confidence and joy and excitement. And that's where the universe says, okay, now I can take you all the way to 10 because Uh you just needed to get to this vibration of 10, but I'm going to meet you halfway when you're demonstrating that you are the frequency of that, which you'd like to create. Yeah. So that's what, that's why self-love is so important because you can never attract any other people actually really loving you unless you are first the vibration of what you're asking for. Right. Does that make sense? (laughs) Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, I've seen this happen in my own life where, where, you know, I'm doing all this work, I'm, I'm addressing my shadows, I'm doing all that, that part. And then something pops up. It's like, whoa, wait a minute. What is that? Where'd that come from? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted. Or, you know, at least a very close version of it. Yep. So that must mean I've been doing something. I've made some shifts within myself. That's right. And then sometimes it's like, well, I don't know, I, it's exactly what I wanted, or it's this whole new opportunity, but how am I going to make that continue to have happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's where some of those thoughts will come up again. And so that, I like that whole uh, idea of you just have to meet universe halfway. Always. Yes. The universe says just come 50% of the way and I got you. But we think that we have to do it all by ourselves. We have to be strong. We can't trust anybody. We can't trust ourselves. Do you see those four frequencies right now? We're not going to get you anywhere except tired, broke, sick, and alone. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. But you're going to keep trying because the the sad and beautiful part of the way our consciousness is is created is we really are in these three. We have three consciousnesses. Mm -hmm. And your your conscious mind that is your dreamer and your go-getter and the one that never gives up on you and the one that gets you out of bed every day. That consciousness doesn't really necessarily like to talk to the subconscious because it's negative Nelly in there. And it's like, shush, shush, we're going to make our life great. You just watch. The next boyfriend's going to be the best one. The next, and the subconscious is like, 
they're all going to be the same if you don't change the recording down here. Yeah. <laughs> but the conscious mind is like this, we, you know, it, it's this Pollyanna effect of just a little bit more effort, or if I just lose 10 pounds, or, you know, if I just get a better job, and, and the subconscious is like, I, I run 95% of your energy field. Yeah. You're going to be good for about three months. And I always call it the three-month rule. You can wear the mask and let your navigation of your conscious mind run your life for about three months until you start to hit all of your loops and all of your patterns. That's why if you notice when you start dating someone, it's like three months and the mask falls off. The job, three months, and you're like, you lose your vitality, you lose your excitement of it. You know what I mean? Because you're just actually playing out an old program, but the newness is so stimulating to the physical body that we don't recognize that it's the same pattern for a little bit of time. It's like a trap. It is. It is. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just mesmerizing. Yeah. It's yeah. exciting though, because it's like, look at all the things that we know now about yes. creation. And if yeah. we would just use the rule book that, you know, people like Einstein and, and, and people like Nikola Tesla and all of these geniuses have left behind. It's, it's even in the Bible. If this is all decoded in the Bible, it's just how we choose to look at the magic of creation itself because we need both divine masculine and divine feminine to create because the feminine is the vision and the masculine is the action. And I think in our, our community, our light working community and our conscious community, that's the missing piece is we just fill and fill and fill in our heads with knowledge. Mm-hmm. And we listen to thousands of hours of podcasts and we get certifications Yet, we don't do the work that it's going to take to be the example of the work that we know. Yes. And to me, that's so sad because that's like hell on earth. It's like knowing all the secrets of the universe and not being able to touch and taste and smell the glorious abundance of what this planet actually is. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yes. It's it's frustrating. You know, when you get to (laughs) Where is it? <laughs> yes. So, so again, really, the piece that I think really needs to be hammered into our heads is that that piece of staying in that high frequency. And that's where you were talking about uh, gratitude by just diving into a state of gratitude and service to others so that we feel as though, yes, I am worthy. I am giving back. And, and that helps you stay in that space. Yeah, but you know what? I will tell you, I used to get triggered by that word gratitude when I was working mm-hmm. and trying to learn the law of attraction because I was grateful and yeah. things were not moving. So I like to take the idea of gratitude and really explain what I mean about gratitude because mm-hmm. of course we're grateful for what we have, but we're, we're like little children inside. We always want more. We always want to create a bigger life for ourselves. Yeah. So we're not going to be satisfied for very long. And we have to understand that gratitude is more about abundance than it is about being appreciative. Mm -hmm. You have to look at the things that you have that you feel that are limited or in lack as, as potential and as abundance. Okay. So what I teach my students to do is to take the thing, the big hairy elephant in the room that's causing their life to feel stifled and stuck, their biggest bill, their mortgage payment, their uncomfortable situation, their body pain, and, and play a game called the abundance game uh-huh. or the gratitude game and find all the different levels of gratitude in the problem. Ah. 
because it's what we do is we get really frustrated as creators mm-hmm. and we're doing all the steps and we're thinking positive and we're talking about it and we're believing it on a conscious level and we're grateful for what we have. But then what we're doing is we're going, yeah, but, but this isn't work and this isn't work and I'm in lack over here and I'm in lack over here. And the universe is listening to all of those little conversations. So you have to go to all the things that are in lack and you have to turn them into abundance because uh-huh. then your whole field turns abundant. So like what I teach my students is take your home and, and say, okay, I pay, I pay $2,000 a month here. That's a huge amount of money that just goes out that I don't get to spend as freedom. But I say, but let's look at your house. You know, five-star restaurant, sanctuary, you know, a podcasting station, a place to write your books, a place for security. It's like once you list all of these abundant things about what your home provides for you, now you're like, wow, I'm wealthy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you actually have to become the frequency of that which you want. So people who want money yeah. are the least likely to attract money. Uh-huh. Because you <laughs> cannot have what you want. You can only have what you are. Ah, uh, so yeah, that is an excellent t- tool right there. All right. Um, okay, <laughs> we're going to keep on rolling. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. We, so yeah, I, that was really good because I have never heard of that in that way. The gratitude and taking the things, the biggest problem, and then looking at that. And, and again, this is changing your perspective yes. and seeing it from a whole new angle. Yes. We're turning, the, we're turning the problem from ice to water. Yeah. Because if I can, I mean, even if it's a bad breakup, you know, yeah. and your heart is feeling like, oh my God, how will I move on and how will I yeah. live? If you looked at that from abundance... Well, you just stepped into possibilities. You just mm. stepped into new growth. You just stepped possibly into getting your butterfly wings. You yeah. just stepped into leveling up, which means that, yes, you had this amazing love that broke your heart, but what's next? Yeah. So you can always find huge levels of abundance in heartbreak and problem and even grief. Yeah. Because what, what I believe grief is, is it's homeless love. Mm. It's love with nowhere to go. And it yeah. destroys the human body and it destroys the heart and it destroys the mind. But if we know that it's just homeless love, and so we can say, my job is just to assign my love somewhere else while my body is healing, yeah. whether it's an art. I mean, look at musicians. They channel all their heartbreaks into the best music we have on this planet. Yes. <laughs> right? They're turning that pain into abundance. And from that, they're heal- helping other people heal their broken hearts. Yeah. So do you see how we're all interconnected and our problems are actually part of our purpose, but we have to channel those problems into potential and into abundance? Yes. Yes. How much that, freedom is there and, and how you can take your power back in that. You exactly. can own your position. You can own your frequency. And then you go all the way up to gratitude and not by trying to go into gratitude. Gratitude is like one of those elevator emotions. It will just take you all the way into bliss. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that. That's beautiful. <laughs> and let's talk about channeling. Yeah, exactly. Channeling things that have happened to you, challenges, um, loss, heartbreak, whatever it all is, all and and finding a new place to put it. Yeah, yeah that's beautiful. Yeah, we, we have to. I mean, that that's really what we're doing here yeah. is we came down into density to lose who we were. So mm-hmm. that when we found it, we would have the whole full expression of duality tucked into our consciousness. We would have both the understanding of what it means to be asleep and awake and broke and sick and heartbroken. And on the other side of that is all of the other things 
And that's what makes us great teachers and leaders and healers and messengers and guides and prophets and artists. And, you know, because we have experienced both sides of the coin and only if you've experienced both sides of the coin, are you really, are you really in a state of wisdom? Right. Because wisdom is action, is action of knowledge. You know, it's, it's actually taking something and turning it into it. It's like, look at what dirt does. Look at what, look at what manure does. It's like all the stuff that grows all the beautiful things in the world. And that's why we choose these journeys. That's why we choose to suffer for parts of our lives. But at some point, suffering is really a choice. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the piece is that when you see the same things happen again over and over, then it's it's time to start digging in and figuring out what is it that continues to keep you there. Yes. Um, now, zooming out a little further, you're also doing this quantum revolution, which is, uh, I believe, a fairly new thing mm-hmm. that you're doing. The first one was October 5th through the 7th yes. of last year. And um, so that's really exciting. Can you tell us a yes. little bit more about that? Introduce it, and then we can probably uh, talk more about it yeah. after our messages. Well, yeah, I mean, really quickly, to sum up, I started my career with wellness centers, Mm-hmm. you know, and I was hands-on and we had 25 practitioners and I thought, you know what? These people keep coming back to me. How about if I taught them how to do it themselves? Yeah. So I put my entire company online. I opened a school mm-hmm. and now I teach people from everything from intuitive training to quantum theory to time travel to parallel realities to manifestation because it's all relative. And we're in 106 countries and that was great. And I did this for five years and I will mm-hmm. always do this because it's my highest joy. But what I realized is that it was time for me to get out from behind the computer, go on a live stage and demonstrate that in three days, not only can we change and blow out all your old patterns, heal all your old trauma, but we can shift you into such a higher consciousness that when you leave our event, you are your, you are your higher self and you have the tools and the techniques and the integration and the healing work because we're bombarding, we're using all kinds of advanced quantum technology in inside the venues to bring your brain into a higher state of consciousness without drugs. And it's all through this state of gamma, which is knowing it's the God brain. And we do this with altering the frequency in the room. Just like if you listen to a song, your brain will alter. So we use music and sound and light. And, and we teach basically everything from epigenetics to DNA entrainment and activation in three days, all through kind of a big party because yeah. we're all children. So if we keep <laughs> moving our bodies, it's going to integrate us faster. If we yeah. can download through our breath work, we're going to integrate faster. And we're going to combine basically a year of what I do in my academy in three days. Wow. So it's it's really been an amazing experience. The, the Miami event shocked everyone when yeah. they walked away. They could not believe who they became. Yeah. And I would say that 90% of them have already signed up for our next event. We were in Thailand teaching manifestation as part of our tour. We were there for two weeks in Phuket. Um, We did some amazing healing work there on the beach. And that's all footage you can see in our community group on Facebook. Um, And we're going to just travel around the world doing these activation parties. I believe that we're here to celebrate our divinity, not search for it. Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) <laughs> I like that much better. Because <laughs> right? we're always searching. Where's yes. my enlightenment? Am I spiritual? Like the spiritual journey is the ladder you climb out of hell with. You, you don't need the spiritual journey. You just need yourself. You need yeah. to remember, put yourself back together who yeah. you really are. And that's what these events are. And we're doing them as big and loud as we possibly can. 
Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> what an experience. I can't even imagine. Yeah, you'll have to be there. Yeah, when is the next one? Vegas is March 22nd to March 24th. Okay. Um, it's a very specific location that if you follow us on Facebook, you'll find out why. Uh-huh. Um, we, we are not only just getting your fields cleaned up during those three events. We're picking specific places on the planet that need clearing. Mm-hmm. And Vegas is one of them. So um, we're going to be also doing a huge mass clearing of the city with all of the, the healers and light workers that want to participate, especially mm-hmm. because of, there was that big shooting there in in a couple of years ago. And we're going to target our heart centers because the heart field is the most magnificent healer in the universe. And right. so when we set a powerful intention after this three day event to heal something, yeah. you will be shocked what we can create. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I can't wait. Yeah. So, <laughs> March 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. So it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in March. Yes. All right. Yeah. Well, there you go. All right. So we're going to hear more about what the larger picture is from Jessica Alstrom's perspective when we come back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Tune in to The Wellness Connection for the latest and most comprehensive information about health and wellness topics. From natural health and green living to regulation, political views, and legislation. Each week, hosts Peter McCarthy and Radia Gleese interview renowned experts who will answer questions and provide the keys to your better health and better life. Listen for The Wellness Connection live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and Noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are 
are listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to W at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. We are definitely making a lot of shifts happening today with Jessica Alstrom, who is a spiritual teacher, uh, translator, medium, quantum life coach. She blends her her um, scientific background with quantum physics and uh, has all kinds of amazing things going on, making a lot of things healing happen in um, in the world and in thousands and thousands of people on the online community and now as we just uh, talked about before this break stepping out in person out into the world with the quantum revolutions and you mentioned Jessica that you pick specific places on on you know where you're going to have these particular locations the quantum revolution and uh, what you know, and those are places generally where something has happened, where there's a lot of pain, uh, a lot of trauma that's happened. And can you explain a little bit more about yes. that? Yes. yes. So, I mean, my entire career is based on healing the emotional body mm-hmm. and bringing coherency of the physical body, the spiritual body, and the emotional body back into oneness. And you know, the human body is a micro of the macro of this planet. And just like we carry old stories and trauma within our bodies, you know, Mother Earth carries those stories as well. When, when a big devastation happens on the planet, whether it's a shooting or, a, you know, a genocide or a big earthquake that destroys thousands of, of lives or a tsunami, you know, there, there's, there's a clearing that happens, but there's also a residue of what's called basically static emotional energy. And these, these deaths and these crises and this despair and this grief, they linger just like it does in our body. Mm-hmm. And what happens is when humans or animals begin to interact with these energies around, there creates more conflict because you're always in an informational entanglement of where and what you are. You're always influenced by something. Have you ever walked into a room and it just felt off? Exactly. Or, you know, the same corner on your corner street is like always having car accidents no matter what. It's yeah. like there are locations on the planet that are holding emotional trauma. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Mother Earth does the best she can with her weather and the changes in the currency and the nature that clears frequency. But there are some impacted places that keep getting kind of re-stimulated. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because someone will come into that space and then they'll act crazy or they'll yeah. act sick or they'll act scared and they will basically then be demonstrating and they're keeping the frequencies alive. Yeah. So we, we found when we were in, um, when we were in Thailand that, that we happened to be at the location where the 2004 tsunami was. Right. And when we went in the beach, we, it was unbearable for the ones who are empaths and mediums because we were witnessing the residue that's, you know, all these years old that people are getting on living their lives, but they're interfering and interacting with this kind of ghosted energy. Yeah. 
And anytime there's like a residue of frequency, it has to counteract with your frequency and it will affect your mood. It will affect your production. It will affect your paycheck. Hmm. You know, that's why people paid me for years to come clear their houses because they were like, something's off here, you know, and then now I'm off, you know? Yeah. I thought, well, if I could do this at a house, I can do this anywhere on the planet with the right people, you know, with the right intentions, with the right energy. And so what we decided to do is pick locations on the planet that had had like a hiccup or a bump or an imprint of either grief, trauma, or fear. Mm -hmm. Because those are really, grief and fear are the two frequencies that I believe that hold us back as as humans. Mm. Grief keeps us isolated and stuck because of the loss factor. And fear keeps us frozen because of its uncertainty and, and just they're afraid, you know? So those are the two frequencies that you usually can't get out of. If you notice someone who can grieve their whole life or someone who's afraid their whole life, those are the two frequencies that are the hardest frequencies to crack. And mother earth is like, okay, guys, I'm going to need your help. You turned it on. Let's turn it off. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, over time, this planet will be totally purified, but why not speed it up? Yeah. Why yeah. not? If we are who we say we are and we're light workers, why do we want to run towards the light? We should be running towards the dark. Right. We should be taking our light and we should be going into the places that nobody wants to go, the uncomfortable zones of this planet, the genocidal spaces and, and, and places like that where, you know, the intention is good, but the scenario is off. And the interesting thing about Las Vegas is the frequency of Las Vegas is actually lack and loss. Mm. Because people get so super excited to go and win all this fortune, and they usually leave with lack and loss. Yep. You know, and it becomes kind of a seedy energy, and there's a lot of um, kind of faux technology running around there, so it it interferes with our electromagnetic fields. And then you know, there's that big shooting that happened in 2017, I believe, and everything got just pushed under the rug. Hmm. So what we want to do is, is start small with this, you know, first year of our tour take 45 to 150 people down to that location Mm -hmm. and literally set a powerful intention to be the conduit or the channel for whatever needs to be um, transcended. So we can use our physical bodies to transcend anything, just like, you know, when we're there for for our best friend and we're not necessarily like taking on their pain, but we're there. Yeah. That's the power of this healing that we're doing. And that's after the three event when everybody's frequency is like sky high. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all in their healer consciousness that we will rendezvous in these points and we will come together and we will we will be the student. And then at the end of the three day event, we become the teacher. Ah, it's beautiful. I love that. <laughs> Pretty awesome. Yes, yes. So so have you already picked out um, places and dates for the year or where we are you? Have, um, we have to keep it under wraps right now yeah. just because, you know, we are kind of working with 3D technologies and, you know, getting the, get, putting one of these tours together is like, you know, doing a, a, a wedding for 500 people. So it's, yeah. it's not something that just happens overnight. And we do have to work with a little bit things like politics and travel. Most of my staff is in the United States. Some of my staff is in, you know, Australia and the UK. So there's a lot of rendezvous points. I know that we will be in the United States, then we will be in Australia, and then we'll be in the UK. And we're not going to disclose where in Australia because we're still trying to get into direct correlation to where some of the big big issues are. And the UK, there's several genocidal points that we need to, to kind of pinpoint so we're kind of putting our heads together as a team about where what would make the biggest impact yeah 
Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. So you part of what you you teach also is uh, for people to become more intuitive. Or, and, oh yeah. And, yeah, and psychic even. Oh, absolutely. We, we all are. Yeah. We all are. I mean, the thing is, is, is you're the diamond that's inside the coal. Yeah. And that diamond is the toolbox. It is literally all of your spiritual gifts, all of your knowing, all of your intuition, all of your navigation, all of your trust. And then over your life, the wall has been built around you. So it's yeah. not something you learn. You don't learn how to be psychic. You don't learn how to be clairvoyant. You, you unlearn the patterns and programs that keep you from believing that you're not those things. Right. <laughs> because I never took one class. I'm not using my degree for anything I do at all. <laughs> I literally just spent years ripping off layers of fear and doubt and judgment and shame and guilt and humiliation and, and self-hate. And as I start pulling these things off, there's a me under there that's got a lot more answers than any book I've ever read. Right. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. And, and that is making all these beautiful things happen. And, you know, so just building this community. And so what would you say is mo- some of the most effective ways that you've created and built this worldwide uh, community? I- you know, I truly believe that the best way to build a community is to build yourself. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to the idea of law of reflection. You know, yeah. I cannot convince someone to be on their journey. I cannot convince someone to look within. But I can, I can do those things for myself. And what happens is like, just like the power of influence, I was talking about trauma, that I can create a power of influence within me mm-hmm. that will radiate and ricochet around my space and bump into people and teach people how they are too allowed to become. So my greatest impact on this planet is not my communities or my school. It is the work that I am doing on myself mm-hmm. to make my presence as big as I can and as pure as I can and as transparent as I can so that when people are influenced or connected to me, they feel that they can do those things too. Right. So it's like, I don't invest in people who invest in me. I invest in people who invest in themselves. Right. So the team that I've created over, over my lifetime has been people who are literally working solely on themselves then their genius kind of come, becomes like a puzzle piece to my genius yep. because we're all, we're all operating at a higher frequency versus you do this for me and you do this for me. And, and then that's where conflict happens. And that's why community, communities and government haven't worked because we're all putting the responsibility outside of ourselves saying, well, I don't know how to do this. You know how to do this. And right. when we do that, we give our power away. When we give our power away, now we're going to be in a state of resentment and conflict and judgment. So yeah. we, my, my, my job on this planet is to work on myself, love myself, and you know what? Tell the truth and, and tell the truth about even the bad things that have happened to me because in that pain, there's power mm-hmm. and, and letting someone know that I had, you know, several learning disabilities and wasn't, I, I, I couldn't do school the way other kids did school. And I right. created so much anxiety and panic inside of me because of humiliation that I, I literally was told that I was not even smart enough to graduate from high school. <laughs> and here I am, you know, speaking at conferences all over the world about the human brain without a PhD. Right. <laughs> so, so it all comes from the decision to make your life your mission yeah. and your frequency your mission and take responsibility for your vibration because that will 
it's like that will influence the world so much faster than learning sales techniques or marketing techniques or, you know, being a public speaker. It's like eventually people are going to see through how you really feel about yourself. Right. So it's yeah. like you have to live a pretty big state of transparency in order to do this work and to put yourself out there and tell these kind of truths. Yeah. And if you don't like who you are, you're not going to last very long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's that pretty much um, boils it down into a nutshell. Continue to work on yourself. Get yeah. yourself to a place where you are healing all the stuff that's happened to you and make those shifts in how you see yourself to what you truly are, that, that divine spiritual self that you truly are. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. And, yeah. and don't give away your essence, give away your extra. Uh, don't, yes. give, don't go save the world before you've saved yourself. It, it, you will fail and, and nobody will appreciate it. And unfortunately, because I've tried, I'm a former <laughs> martyr, you know, <laughs> I've tried saving the world before I saved myself. And all it did was it, 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 it got me broke, alone and sick. Yeah. So, you know, if we really want to stand in our power, you know, my advice is don't give away your, 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 your essence, give away your extra, because if you fill your cup all the way, then it will overflow and everybody will be able to drink from that and learn from that and be with that. And that goes for conscious parenting, that goes for relationships, that goes with your money, that goes with your time. Yeah. That, that statement has really gotten me through my life. Anytime I'm overextending myself or if I go into a rescuer position, it's yeah. just going to come bite me in the, be- the behind. Very true. Very yes. true. <laughs> so stepping into the spirit of uh, learning how to love yourself and take care of yourself. Again, I just want to reiterate, I have the BOGO for the Find Your Bliss Day Retreat on Fe- February 23rd. Go to eventbrite.com and you'll find Find Your Bliss. And Jessica, you are amazing. I love the work that you're doing. Thank and you. I can't wait to join you on a quantum revolution. Yes. <laughs> Yes. And next week we will have Leslie Flowers. She's a speaker, teacher, writer. We will be talking about the five keys to creating powerful masterminds. And that is a great way to get yourself into a great space for yourself and your business. So with that, go out there, shine your beautiful inner essence and, you know, and be what you are for the world because we all have special gifts. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Jessica. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shift Happens. Please join host Karin Weary for another edition of our program next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We wish you continued success as you discover the true you. 